Hey, how's it going everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. This is the Speaking of Harmony podcast and this is episode 43. All right, before we go into today's subject, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. Don't forget to hit the like button. It helps a lot with the video. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list. The information is here in the description of the video. Okay, today's subject is, is instead of speaking of harmony, it should be speaking of melody, right? Because you're going to be paying attention to melody more today. Because Mel, you know, I love, love, absolutely love harmony and everything you can do. But melody is the king. Always. When you have a, a song or a piece or whatever, the melodic content is king, right? Because then you can dress that content with whatever kind of harmonic color you want, basically. Um, things that we always take for granted is that how powerful a melody can be to actually underline the harmony without even have a harmony involved or like a, a, an instrument playing chords or anything or yourself playing chords right a good melody or you know a good solo should be able to take the listener into whatever the harmony it is implying right and there are few things we can do But I love melody too. Melody is great. So, um, a few things we can do to help with that. Um, you saw me playing this thing at the beginning, right? I was uh, kind of riffing on all the things you are, right? That famous song. Uh, and I was trying to be, I was trying to be conscious about the melodic content I was putting out to try to delineate the chords in, in you know, in a manner that you could hear the chords that were implied, right? And how do you do that when you solo and when you're like playing some melodies without harmony? Well, uh, one of the good things you can do is you gotta rely on the um, you know structural notes of the chords, right? The you know the roots, the third, the fifth, and in our case, this type of music, the seventh, most of the cases, right? So the sort of the arpeggiation of the melody, it's uh, you know something right out of the bat that we can use, right? So if you're playing harmony like this, you know F minor. E flat minor, uh, E flat seven, A flat major seven, D flat major seven, D half diminished, G seven, then arriving at C major, right? So I can arpeggiate those chords in a melodic way, right? So I can do. Uh, uh, few notes in there but you got the idea right appreciation of the chord right and in this case I even did like a triad I could put the seven too see the chords I, I could I picked the triad I put the seven too I feel want you know uh, Sort of like harmonizations you can use, let's say here, uh, E flat seven, going to A flat, and then I did put an A flat seven in there, a dominant D flat in the arpeggio. See, uh, uh, let's do. 
sounds. So I'm implying a lot of the harmony with arpeggios, right? Arpeggios are a great effective way to use melody in a, you know, in a, uh, still using, you're still using a melodic kind of approach by your underlying the chords, right? You are drawing the chords, you kind of implying the harmony they want with arpeggios, right? Uh, another cool thing you can think of when you're soloing, or do not lose that harmonic sense, is um, something we talked about before in a, uh, some episodes ago. I'm going to link here in the card over here. Is when I was talking about the melodic axis, you know, the guiding tone, I guess. That's how people call that too. I call it the melodic axis, which is um, the third and the seventh of the chords, right? That you can use that as your you access basically access when you just kind of rotate and go to different chords using that just harmonizing that way i showed examples of like you know this harmony i could do see i did and sevens right we talked about that before but you can use that also as your guide towards soloing as well right so I can use that as my principle in order to you know kind of like delineate harmony when I'm soloing so I can do stuff like focus on the, that axis, you know, thirds and sevenths. That helps to, to delineate chords and stuff, right? But also the other thing, which is one of the uh, most challenging ones, is to look for those harmonic connections between the chords, but instead of, because it's easy for us to, to go for the arpeggio and have the chordal, you know, the chord kind of shape look right because the arpeggio you just kind of take a chord and arpeggiate it so it's it's closer right but what I'm, I'm, I'm arguing for here now is having that harmonic sense in a melodic uh, you know texture but thinking horizontally right and that's that's harder because you you limited in your range but you're thinking of the chord so a good exercise that I do and that you guys can do as well is let's say to, to try to, let's say, you know, this song, for instance, how the things were, uh, just try to um, solo, you know, of course, you gotta be humble about it, you can just kind of shred on one string, right? Like I said, is just use one string and try to come up with a harmonic outline just using that string. So, of course, you're limited by the string, but the range is, you know, have more freedom with the range. So, let's say I can do something like that. Uh, Right? 
something like that, right? So you see, I went through the whole first, uh, actually the whole form of all the things you are just on one string, right? It's, it is challenging, yes, right? I did a few mistakes here and there, but you got the idea. I was consciously looking for connection points and what notes should I play that would give you the idea of the harmony, not actually playing the melody, the harmony, right? So my texture was actually one tech, one melody, one voice. I wasn't playing chords, I wasn't playing two notes or counterpoint or anything. I was just playing one single line. And I was trying to be, you know, I was conscious and trying to make an effort to make the listener to hear the chords, right? Just with this one note limitation, right? You can do that with all the strings if you want. Let's say uh, the B string, the second string. You can do. Uh, uh, that right so one string again B string the same kind of limited range but you, you keep finding different places but what was uh, what was I doing there I was making an effort you know I had the, the harmony really kind of solid in my head so I knew the chords I had to go through and what what were my no choices um, what I was thinking about making that decision you know I was, using my ear, of course, trying to listen to my own melody, but also aware of some major connecting points, right? So, for instance, um, you know, I was really looking for thirds, sevenths, and fifths, like especially when the chord is just resting, I was, you know, making the third of the chord to get the mode in, if it's major is minor, and then maybe did a fifth to kind of relax, settle the melody, or sort of like embellishment, I went to the seventh, something like that. So for instance, if I'm doing F minor, right? So that's it, uh, try it, right? The arpeggio. B flat minor. E flat seven. A flat major. D flat major. And then, uh, D half diminished, and then G7, C major 7. See, I did 3 major 7 fifth to relax the chord here, right? To get a, a breathe, right? And then restarting C minor, F minor, B flat 7. Flat major, A flat major, E A half diminished, D seven, G major. See, 
So those are, this is kind of the strategy that I was thinking of while trying to, um, you know, delineate those chords, basically, right? I was trying to paint the idea of the chords. And of course, the triad and the seventh chords are major um, points, major, like the key points that you can kind of hang on to when you're like in this territory where you're kind of like, oh, you kind of like just hung in there out of the ether. It'd be how, you know, harmony and bass and all that stuff that we do all the time, right? So this is, those, those are some strategies that we can use um, uh, to look for a, uh, uh, you know, a texture like that with just melody. You have to be able um, to, you know, take, like, play the melody in such a way that the chords are clear, right? Without the need to, you know, yourself playing the, the chords, the melody by itself can hang by itself. I guess that's the whole point, right? So when you kind of free up and can play anything, then, you know, even if I'm doing like a free improvisation or soloing, I'm thinking about the harmony, I can imply alterations, stuff like that. I'm really aware of those notes and the connection points and stuff like that. So, uh... play through the same stuff and I was freer with the harmonic content and the strings and stuff like that but I was really conscious of what the harmony was so I did arpeggiations I did some kind of free lines and stuff um, but I was aware where the harmony was and I wanted to touch those chords in some key points to like make oh that's where the chord is that's where the chord is just the chord is right when you have a texture where someone is already playing the melody or uh, the harmony rather for you then the chords already set already given so you can you know start to juxtapose and stuff like kind of reharmonizing what's going on with your head and with lines of course the piano is a it's a privileged instrument in that case because you can actually impose that you know new harmony with your actual left hand the guitar you can do that melodically or with like hints and touches of the chords here and there right but also a texture that's really cool is that the trio like let's say the guitar trio with no harmony at all so it's just drum and bass and you were kind of in charge of everything so you have the option of hinting the chords actually verbatim or you can do that but melodically looking for those spots and it's a very uh, it's a very interesting texture, I would say, the guitar trio, because it offers you this, this kind of like dubious kind of sound. Because I can give you the hint, or I, or I I can choose not to at times. So that's a nice back and forth that you can play around. You know, it's very interesting. Because if you have a harmony instrument, a piano, whatever, it's set. It's whatever the pianist decides to do. If he alters a chord, you kind of have to go along with that, right? Uh, the guitar tree offers you uh, flexibility into like not giving up any harmony as well, just with the melody 
or actually the stuff but you can also do right I can just do them melodically or I can just really be like bold and start really reharmonizing stuff like uh, hmm. step stuff with the melody you know you can use that as well to reharmonize things but only in the melodic playing field not really giving any hints harmonically and that's a good thing too you know so it's all this stuff you can do basically um, but I guess the point of today is the melody is king melody is a it's the you know it's the layer that we should be really careful with and if you want to do a good melody or provide a good melodic uh, you know content when you're soloing you should be of course paying attention to the harmony and you can really kind of go through the chords you know with the chords through the melody you can make that distinction clear the chords clear I guess that's the point I wanted to make today okay so before I go don't forget to subscribe to the channel activate the little bell to notifications this is all my social media stuff don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list and I see you in the next episode. Thank you very much.